Hey, it's Carrie Ann Michelle. When I set out to create season two of Lofty TV back in 2020, I wanted to capture the secrets of some of the most successful female entrepreneurs I knew. Looking back three years later, I see a direct connection between these authentic, vulnerable conversations and the successful outcomes for this amazing, diverse group of women. Tune in to learn how the right self-care plan does, in fact, enable success. Hey, this is Carrie Ann Michelle, and this is Lofty TV Season 2. Today, my guest is Taylor Elise Morrison, CEO and founder of Inner Workout. We talk about listening within, having a loving response, and building a lifestyle with self-care. Hello, Taylor. It is so great to see you today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, me too. Um, it's really fun to have you a guest on Lofty TV season two. Um, and what I can't wait to talk about today is self-care, mental balance, finding holistic practices, especially as an entrepreneur, um, especially in this time of uncertainty that we're living in right now. And um, before we get started in our conversation, I wanted to just share a little bit about how we know each other. Um, we are new acquaintances, but I always think one of the really fun things about being an entrepreneur is that you get a chance to meet other people in circles that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise met in corporate America because you're sort of out, you're networking, you're participating, you're saying yes to a lot of different things. And um, so uh, Taylor Elise Morrison and I met um, just a few weeks ago. Uh, we were both panelists on a very related topic today, self-care, um, with an organization in Chicago called Prismatic and um, it was fantastic um, we both were giving our expertise to Generation Z as they were participating in a summer camp and learning some practices about how to incorporate self-care into their life as they started to think about their career as they started to think about just being kind of in that professional mindset even while they're still in school um, and so uh, it's a pleasure to be able to be back again with you today um, and I know that one of the things I was really excited about too was um, the fact that we have businesses that are very aligned. So your business, Inner Workout, um, is something that really focuses on the topic of self-care. And what I would love is if you would just share with the audience a little bit about um, your background. So just um, how you got started with Inner Workout um, and um, anything that you think um, would be kind of fun to know about. Yeah, you. well, where to start? That's always the question, right? I guess I will start by sharing what Inner Workout is. So Inner Workout is a company that builds multidimensional practices that help people build the skill of self-care. And because self-care is so buzzy right now, I like to share Inner Workout's definition of self-care, which is listening within and responding in the most loving way possible. So it's not just like a single act that you do. It's this ongoing conversation that you have with yourself. Um, and my work around self-care really came from a place of need. I tend to be like a, a type A, a go-getter person. And so I would go through this these cycles of adding a bunch of things to my schedule, really trying to like do all the things, to volunteer, to have a social life, to work a full-time job, 
and have a business on the side. And I would burn myself out pretty regularly. And so I had to figure out what it looked like to not just to practice self-care in kind of a treat yourself kind of way where it's like, okay, I earned it. Now I'm going to get a massage or get a mani-pedi, but how I could create a lifestyle that was really filled with care. And so for me, it started with intentionally starting to incorporate practices into my days and weeks. And then as I talked with other people in my circles about their relationship to self-care, I really saw that the struggles that I was having were not just me. It was kind of a thing that I was seeing societally and generationally. And so eventually I decided to start inner workout. So we um, have a practice that blends movement, breathwork, journaling, and meditation. And then we create other resources that help people understand their current relationship to self-care and then to start to incorporate practices that can support them where they're at. I love that. Thank you for sharing that background. And I think everything you said just makes incredible sense. I know one of the other things about you when you talk about movement is that you uh, are certified as a yoga instructor. Um, so I know that that falls into part of what you do and the breath work through meditation. Um, and I know when I was getting ready for our conversation, I was looking at your website and saw that you have a lot of really great online resources for people too, um, where they can go and um, just get started right away with a class if they're interested, which I think is amazing. And I, my hope is in our conversation today that some of the ideas and inspiration that just comes out in our conversation will get people excited to go check out Inner Workout and maybe try one of those classes for themselves. Uh, yeah, and I know um, one of the things that you and I talked a lot about when we were on that panel, but I would love for you to share with anyone listening or watching us today is you know, what is one way that you found that you've committed to your self-care um, over the past month that you're really proud of? I feel like when we can think about sometimes, you know, those moments of feeling excited about something that we've done for ourselves, that moment of pride, that it can really be a source of inspiration when things get tough. So yeah, is there something that you've committed to lately that has really, you know, comes to mind for you that makes you feel a sense of pride? Yeah, I think for me, it's actually been this willingness to actually listen and respond with love. And I feel like I know generally what works for me self-care wise, but this season has shifted everything. And so um, something that I'm really proud of is letting go of some of the things that worked for me even six months ago in favor of new things. So instead of doing a lot of like traditional workouts, I, I love a hit routine. I love an intense yoga class. I've actually honored my body's request to do different types of workouts. So now I, um, I'm sheltering in place with my in-laws in the suburbs. And so I go for long bike rides. I go for many hikes. I'm learning how to play tennis. And so I'm moving my body and energizing my body, but in ways that look different than what I'm used to. And I'm really proud of myself for that. Instead of saying, you just got to push through, you got to do this number of hit workouts. I just am flowing and flowing is not always in my natural state. So I'm like, yes, Taylor, I'm proud of you. Good job for going with the flow in this season. I love that. And I love the idea too, that, you know, you have that, I'll call it a mantra, but for yourself, you know, internally that you're recognizing, okay, maybe I'm trying something different. 
might be a little bit out of my comfort zone, but let's be open to trying something and see what comes out of it. But then once you do, whether you, you know, really enjoy it or it was just in something new that you tried that you're giving yourself that love back and that kindness back to yourself. And um, I think what's really special about that is it's actually a second form of self-care. So first you're opening yourself up to a new idea and you're trying something and giving yourself space to do that. And then the kind of the second part that really makes it special is that moment with yourself where you're acknowledging it. And that must feel really good. It does. <laughs> and I love that you framed it that way. It is. It's like a two for one special of self-care. <laughs> I love that. Um, so another thing that um, I talk a lot about with um, a lot of female business owners that um, I work with from even just a branding and communications perspective is understanding your why, right, and your purpose. And that can be your personal why, that can be your why as a business owner. Um, but, you know, I think there's something interesting as we start to think about, you know, what your why is and how you use self-care to support it. And so I would love to know, you know, as, as we're kind of thinking about what you do with your business and just as you're growing as an individual, what is your why? And then how do you use your self-care to support that? Yeah. So my why, um, my mission is to help people connect to and care for their whole selves so that they can create their desired impact. And so I think self-care is one of the major ways that I can connect to myself. It's what, how I create space so I can hear what's going on beneath the surface. And it's very obviously how I care for myself. So I, I think that as I practice self-care and as I model what it looks like to be connected to yourself, as I model what it looks like to create this care-filled lifestyle. Um, I'm living into what I believe my purpose to be, but then also I'm creating an, a business in such a way that I can I can have that impact for other people as well. Um, and so it's kind of a ripple effect in that way. I'm kind of being what I want other people to experience. And so then I'm benefiting and then other people can benefit. And it's this um, gratuitous cycle. That's really amazing. I, I, I love that. And I think the thing that I, I really appreciated being a communications background um, gal is that, you know, when I talked about kind of what is that, why that you were able to just, you know, go to it and, and that you really clearly as an entrepreneur, you know, as a female professional, female founder, that you've taken time and care to get to that why. And to be able to articulate it. And, and it's not the first time I've heard you say that. I remember when we were on our panel that you also talked about that. And it just came to you so easily. And, um, you know, that idea of connecting and caring for your whole self. So that I, my paraphrasing, if I get it right, is so that you can create your desired impact um, is so important. And, and I agree that I think sometimes caring for our whole selves can get lost with just the idea of like, well, I ate something healthy and I got some movement in today and I got my sleep and I did my work and I checked off my list and that's all amazing. But I think there's this added layer to maybe recognizing in those little moments in between, what else do I need? And being open to asking yourself that. You know, one of the things I remember that you shared on the panel we were on was the idea of sitting with yourself and spending time with yourself. And one thing I'm curious about as I think about that why that you had, because it's so articulate and it comes to you so naturally, 
did you find that that kind of internal why and purpose was something that um, just came organically or is that an example of like where you sat with yourself for a while to find that? And I'd just be curious kind of how that came about for you. Yeah, it's it was definitely something where I sat with myself. I think having organizational mission, vision, and values is really important, but also having that for yourself. Like those are the things that I come to when I'm making decisions, when I'm presented with two um, differing ways that I can go to good opportunities, how I can distinguish between them. Um, and the reason it comes to me so easily now is because I sat down and had conversations with myself and journaled and thought about, okay, what do I really feel like I'm here to do when I'm showing up to work every day, when I'm doing the stuff that isn't always exciting, what can I tap back into to re-energize me? And so um, it was a lot of intentional work um, and it it just pays dividends. Like I can be having kind of like a crappy day or a low energy day and then come back to my why and be like, oh yeah, this is why this mundane thing matters. So one thing that you just mentioned there, well, actually two things. So one was the idea of having kind of those go-to self-care moments, practices, tools to re-energize you, right? So um, knowing that there are things that probably like you mentioned, maybe going and learning to play tennis or, or doing something different outside might take you know, a longer period of time. But then I'm sure there's other items on your list that re-energize you, other self-care tools that maybe you can bring in in, in a little five-minute break throughout your day. Um, I'm trying, just curious if any of those come to mind that maybe you use that others could borrow from. Yeah, I am a big fan of a couple things. So I'm a big fan of when I need like to break up my day, moving my body. Um, I grew up dancing, doing ballet and jazz, and then I did dance team. Um, and so putting on a song and just moving my body is one of my favorite things to do. And sometimes it's like this pep rally type situation where you're playing pump up music and you're like, yeah, we're going to get it through the afternoon. Other times it's like I'm feeling kind of sad and I put on a slow song and I can move my body and express um, in a different way. And it's the same action, but depending on the music, it gets different results. Um, I also, I think I also mentioned this in the conversation that we were on together. I also love like um, a power pose, a movement where I'm just like, I'm going onto this call. I'm a little bit nervous. Let me do the Wonder Woman pose. Let me do the victory pose. And yes, like stand in that direction, but also just think and remind myself whether that's connecting to my why whether that's saying a word of encouragement to myself, it gives me a moment where it's like, okay, this is what we're doing, body. Let me check in with my mind and my emotions, even doing a little bit of deep breathing to clear out some of the stress or the nerves. I love that. I love that there's like, like you just mentioned a bunch of different ways to do that. And I love that you bring movement into each of those too, just to help shake the body up. So that was kind of my first piece I was thinking about when you talked about re-energize. The second thing I was thinking about when you said re-energize um, was sort of about how you got there. So you were, you were talking about um, when you came up with your why and sitting with yourself and kind of going back to that for a minute. And, you know, journaling was something I heard you say. Um, and I'm curious, you know, to come up with this sort of personal why, this purpose that drives you as a business owner. Um, how long did that take you to do? I mean, was that something that you, these journaling sessions, 
sort of happened over, you know, several weeks? Was it over the course of a year? Was it, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's like a, that's a hard question to answer because it was like, I think I got to this version that I can just recite without thinking about it in like an afternoon of journaling. But the work that I had done to be able to crystallize at that point was probably about a year, um, at least probably about a year, yeah. Because I had different versions of my own mission, vision, and values, and I had things that I thought that I wanted to do or ways that I thought that I was supposed to show up that I realized just didn't feel authentic to me anymore. And so it was this process of refining and refining and refining and then finally having this session where I sat down and like, oh yeah, this is it. This is the thing that I'm excited to show up and do every day. I love that. And I, I appreciate you kind of sharing that insight because I think, you know, I find that with a lot of business owners that I work with or people who are, you know, wanting to kind of take a side hustle and go to the next step or even in their career and will work on, you know, getting documented down your vision, getting documented down sort of your why, your superpower. Um, but I'll get asked a lot, you know, Carrie, and how, how often do I revisit this? And I think that's such a uniquely individual answer. And I think um, exactly as you said, you're going to go through a lot of iterations, especially when you're just starting out as a business owner um, and feeling out um, what's working, what's not working. And the most important piece of what you said, which is the authentic part, because I think when we make a choice to kind of chart our own path, and there's going to take all the ups and downs that come with that. You also have that choice every day to kind of continue to decide what you're focused on. And, um, you know, that brings me to kind of the current environment that we're in and thinking about, you know, living in a global pandemic and COVID uh, and everything that, that brings. And then also just, you know, in our society in the United States and everything that's been happening with a lot of the protests and movements around the country, there's a lot of different messages. Um, and I think there's no better time to really think about how we have a self-care practice when all of these different messages are going on in our outside world. And I'm just curious as we think about kind of that idea of a self-care routine and practice, you know, you've shared some of the things at the beginning of the call that you've tried that are new but I, I'd be curious are you finding with kind of COVID and everything going on that there are different practices or routines that you are being drawn to and specifically I'm curious with sort of the digital environment um, you know what, what's maybe coming up what have you tried um, just thinking about giving people other ideas and inspiration yeah so I, I feel like in this time in this unique melting pot of situations that are less than ideal <laughs> that are happening right now, um, self-care has become even more important. And when I think about what I'm doing that's different than before, um, one of the major things is slowing down. Like, I don't need to be in a hurry. Um, COVID kind of did some of that itself. Like, I have less stuff on my schedule. It's just how, how it is. I'm not going out and about to things. And so instead of trying to just fill up with more, um, being curious about what to do with that extra space. And sometimes that means taking on something new. Other times that means saying, okay, yeah, I need to rest more right now. Um, so trying to, one of my friends talks about like stewarding your space well, 
And that's what I feel like I'm trying to do in this particular season. Um, And then another thing that I feel like I have had to lean on more um, is community care. And I feel pretty comfortable doing things, honoring my needs, all of that. Um, But there have been times in this season, whether it's having to change a significant portion of my business model, whether it's as a black woman, just trying to process emotionally everything that's happening, that I physically cannot do it alone and I can't go alone. And so I've had to be a lot more willing to say, hey, I need help or hey, can you listen to me event right now? Um, and community care has probably taken the place it always should have had in my life. Um, but it's come so much more to the front, forefront in the past few months. Um, and then the other thing is I've just tried to be a lot more discerning about what I consume and when. And I'm by no means perfect at this, but it's something I'm working on is because otherwise I'll find that it's like late at night and I'm on Twitter and I'm scrolling, 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 reading about all the craziness that's happening. It's not supportive for me. Um, and so I've had to say like, do I, is now the right time for me to listen to the news? What kind of news am I going to choose to listen to? How often am I going to scroll? Um, and just doing a check-in to understand the why behind these actions. And if it's something that is actually helping me be informed and, um, engage with the world in a healthy way or if I'm doing it to numb out or if I'm doing it just to like agitate myself for some kind of messed up reason I don't know why but sometimes we're just like I just got to know everything awful that's going on in the world and so I've had to pull back and a lot of times that just starts with having the conversation like why am I choosing to do this right now is it serving me? Is there something better that I could be doing right now? Yes. I, I am so glad that you shared all those different examples and talked about the ways you do that yourself. I really appreciate that because I think, you know, um, thinking about those kind of check-ins with yourself. And I was just, I was writing down some different things as you were talking about, but when you were just saying, you know, kind of thinking about the why behind those actions. And I think you're right. I mean, as humans, I think that's what social media and the media in general, you know, does well, right? They have captivating headlines and engaging conversations to draw us in. Somebody who was in the marketing world for a long time, I know that was a big part of the role that you play when you're creating that for brands. And um, when it's doing its job, it does pull us in, but it's not always healthy for us to engage. Sometimes um, we need that. We need that outlet, um, but I think that's where coming back to what are you, what are you trying to get out of that and that idea of it is its own social media is its own form of like a community and I think sometimes we're maybe drawn to that but I love how when you've talked about community care you brought it back to kind of your community and you know and even just asking somebody hey can you listen to me I need to vent right now or I'm feeling confused about what's going on and I don't need you to do anything else but just to listen and. And that's a really powerful thing um, that I, I know sometimes I'll forget, but that that's an option that I have. And I just, I was going back in my notes to something you said at the very beginning of our conversation as you talked about your definition of self-care. And I wrote down these two phrases, so it's paraphrased, but like basically listening within and having a loving response. 
And I feel like that's exactly what you just talked about in that example of, you know, when um, these news cycles are happening and you find yourself, you know, kind of going down a rabbit hole on Twitter um, or reading something that's disturbing or even just trying to process everything that's going on and how it's affecting you uniquely, that it's that idea of listening to yourself, asking, hey, what do I need? What's going on? And then what's that loving response I can give myself? And, and as you mentioned, one way might be talking to somebody. Another might be just sort of asking yourself, hey, what am I getting out of this? And is there something else I could do? And I, I think that those are just such great tools. Um, the other thing I wrote down about our conversation today was, you know, leading to this lifestyle filled with care. And I think that that is kind of one of the, the last things I wanted to kind of like leave in our little episode of like, you know, what is self-care with Taylor Morrison? And it's this idea that it's, you know, listening within, having a loving response. And so you can have a lifestyle filled with care. Um, and I would just be curious um, if anyone listening or watching this wants to engage with you and know more about you know your practices where you're you're using movement and breath and the holistic self and asking these good questions what is kind of the the first step for them to engage with you and learn more yeah so if you head to our website innerworkout.co um you can see everything that we've got going on um, we're most active on Instagram at inner workout. And even we try to make like the posts themselves be little invitations to practice self-care. So you can see journaling prompts. Sometimes there'll be like mini guided meditations. So that's a good place to start. Um, and then if you want to stay connected with me, I'm at um, Taylor Elise Morrison on Instagram. That's also where I'm personally the most active. And then my website is taylorelease.com. And Elise is with a Y. I love that. Yeah, and we'll put all these links um, in the information in your bio so people can easily find you. But um, yeah, thank you so much for opening up this conversation with me today on self-care. I feel like um, we've given our audience hopefully some new things to think about, some new tools to draw from. And, um, you know, overall for me, I love this idea of trying new things you know, finding new ways to re-energize myself and giving myself that kind of permission throughout the day of when I'm going down a path, no matter what it is, asking myself, what could re-energize me right now? And that's, that's one of the big things I took away from our conversation. I hope other yeah, people will it's too. It's such <laughs> an easy question to ask. And then it's kind of fun because you may not know what the answer will be. So you, you get a little choose your own adventure. I love that. I love that so much. Um, well, thank you again for joining me and, um, I will look forward to seeing you again soon. And thanks for being a guest on Lofty TV season two. <laughs> thank you for having me. Hey, it's Carrie Ann Michelle. I believe that taking self-care to the next level just takes the right mindset. If you want a daily routine, check out my Patreon membership, where I share sound baths that help alleviate anxiety, meditations to get centered and tips and tools to stay grounded and balanced.